Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to hear more of The Glitch, you can find him on old episodes of The Legend of Retro. If you'd like to hear more from Danielle, she's guest starred on The Legend of Retro, as well as old episodes of Noiseland Arcade. Uh, if you'd like to hear more from Player One Mickey, uh, you can catch him on old episodes of GameZilla, uh, as well as uh, twitch.tv slash player, the number one, Mickey. If you'd like to hear more from me, Craig WK, you can find me on uh, old episodes of Noobs and Dragons, of course, as well as The Legend of Retro, Noiseland Arcade, and I stream occasionally over at uh, twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. And now, enjoy the episode. Welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. Okay. So, the three of you have come back to Susanna's Inn and are getting some much-needed rest from your long exodus from the uh, uh, pneumonia caverns. Uh, let's see. Uh, Aegon. You are in bed, and you can't quite shake the thought that you saw young twin children uh, almost out of the corner of your eye, as if they were just skipping off into the woods to the south. Uh, But, you know, when you took a second glance, you didn't see anything, you listened, didn't hear anything, Uh, so it must not have been anything. Uh, Did you want to head directly to bed before I... Essentially, like, assuming that you went directly to bed? Yeah, I'll just go directly to bed. Okay. Uh, Aegon, you have uh, weird, weird dreams. You feel like at some point in the, the, the evening as you're sleeping, it feels like you're deep under the earth. Like in a like in a uh, pit, and then you find yourself being kind of like pulled out uh, of the pit, and you're beyond the world. You feel like you've gone to like the moon, and you feel your consciousness sort of like get drugged back down to the pit again. Uh, and your night is mostly ill remembered. You you know have this weird nasty sensation. Uh, but the night goes through, and you, for the most part, uh, you know, just feel ill at ease in your sleep. Okay. Uh, but, uh, Garden and uh, Elianot, if the two of you could roll me d20s and uh, uh, let me know what numbers you get. 18. Five. Garden. I. Uh, you find yourself uh, on a street late at night. The moon is risen to the sky, and uh, 
things are pitch black uh, aside from the the soft illumination of the full moon above you. Uh, and you hear uh, something in the distance. Make a perception check. 13. The busy, uh, large city that you're in, you find yourself in right now, uh, is densely packed. Uh, it's not a city you're especially familiar with. Uh, however, uh, you feel like you hear the like a cry of pain. Someone is in trouble uh, at a building coming up on your left. What would you like to do? I want to investigate the uh, sound of crying. You get to uh, uh, what seems to be a uh, like a almost like a condo. It's a lot of houses sort of packed into like one building, larger building essentially. Uh, and the front door to this place is swung wide open. I kind of peek my head in and say hello. Is anyone there? You ask if anyone's there as you peek your head in. And in the darkness you see... Uh, what seems to be kind of a hunched-over form uh, in this, like, darkened room. And uh, you can't quite make out exactly what it is. It's Maybe it's back is to you, but you can't see in the dark. So in the, the depths of this domicile, you can't quite make out what's being seen. What would you like to do? Um... I ask, uh, ask, are, are, are you okay? Or... You ask, are you okay? And the form doesn't seem to, it seems to be moving, but not any more or less than when you first came into this place. Uh, Garden, you look down and there's a lantern in your hands. It's unlit. I, uh, light the lantern. You light the lantern, and you find uh, standing around this room are a series of dragonborn, each with different scale colors than your own. You see one with blue scales. You see one with, uh, let's see, you have red scales, so you see one with blue scales, uh, black scales, uh you see green scale dragonborn and then the hunched over form turns to you and it is another familiar face these are all family members and the white scale dragonborn looks up and hisses at you and he says look what you've done and you see that a family is butchered inside the house and then you immediately wake with a start as sunlight is streaming in through your window. <sighs> I, uh... <laughs> I reach, I go to the bag and take a swig of blueberry wine. <laughs> you pop the cork at the crack of dawn and take a swig of wine 
it just doesn't feel like it's going to be that great of a day. <laughs> Ellie and I, you wake up and you look to the chair where May has been most mornings you've woken up in this inn and she's not there. You look around and you don't see anybody. The window's not open or anything. You suppose she's not been in. Okay. The three of you, perhaps taking your time, perhaps hurrying, uh, eventually find your way down to the first floor uh, where breakfast is being prepared uh, by uh, uh, Miss Charlotte Foster. All right. Well, let's sit down and eat. Charlotte, we uh, say hello to Charlotte. Charlotte says hello. She says, well, good morning. And uh, slides you guys a, a, a rather hearty breakfast of, like, meat and eggs. Uh, Charlotte uh, uh, makes polite small talk with you, but doesn't really pry into what you guys are doing necessarily. She just asks if things have been going well for you. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've been in and out of town. Um, checking things out. She nods. Uh, make an insight check. Uh, all sure. three of you can if you want. I got a seven. I got an 18. I got a 14. With a seven and a 14, uh, Charlotte, you know, seems uh, uh, fine. Uh, but with an 18 uh, there, Elianade, it almost strikes you that uh, you feel like Charlotte almost has something she wants to ask, uh, but, like, thinks better of it. And, you know, like, doesn't bother saying anything. Uh, something that she seems maybe mildly nervous about asking, maybe awkward about asking, hard to say. Okay. Charlotte, you seem a little off today. Is there something you wanted to ask us? Oh, no, it it's not a big deal. I just, you know, was kind of curious. Uh, uh, when you're heading out of town, uh, where do you head? Just different places. Different places we're just checking out. Uh, you know, just some strange things and... We're just trying to look at them. You know, we're adventurers, so. Mostly in the north, I hope? Oh, no. No, no, absolutely not. Uh, roll deception. Because that is absolutely a lie. You've only gone to the north. Uh, with guidance? Uh, you didn't cast it before you lied, so afraid not. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, 13. She gives you kind of a weird sideways look and you don't think she buys what you're saying. And she says, well, it's safer in the north. And she just sort of smiles and goes back to the kitchen. Okay. All right. Uh, how'd you guys sleep? Perfectly fine. Well, that's good. How about you? Um, I think I saw my brother and sister again last night. Where were they? What were they doing? I looked out my window and there they were. Skipping away. And you weren't dreaming that? I don't know. Because I thought I saw them, but then I didn't. When I got a second glance, I don't know. It just, it's just strange because my family moved out to Lava Cloud when I started my practice back in Marymore. 
but no one in this town seems to know who or where they are. No. It's it's like they never existed in this town. Like they're gone. And I'm worried that something might be wrong. I really don't respond to the question. Like I'm <laughs> lost in my world. Like I'm just sit playing with my like playing my food just like in my own world. Garden, you seem kind of quiet. Is everything okay? No weird um, dreams this time? Oh, jeez, oh, were you drinking this morning? That uh, just, just, just a little, oh just a little, little sip. Up. What did you need the What did you need the uh, booze for this morning? Well, the, well, the wine is that good. You should try some. No thanks. <laughs> he, I mean, that's not a lie. He, uh, uh, he is telling the truth. The wine is that good. I <laughs> uh, garden seems. You know, a little out of it, but uh, uh, you guys have also been dealing with some weird stuff. And I mean, you know, yesterday he also had to fight an angel that was supposedly sent from his own god, which, you know, seemed like something was wrong with it. But, uh, you know, that's probably not going to work wonders on someone's <laughs> mental well-being. Uh, but eventually, as Garden picks at his food and maybe has a few bites, uh, you guys finish breakfast. And uh, plates are cleared away by Charlotte Foster, and uh, she kind of busies herself with cleaning, and you guys are free to do as you please. All right. Uh, what do you guys say we get some armor for our guy Garden here? Sounds good to me. Will he actually be able to stealth then? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> so we head to see Agnes. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys head on over to uh, Mithril Menders, uh, which is uh, run by Agnes Redforge. And uh, once again, you go to her shop and you find that uh, she has her cap and kind of goggles over her eyes and she's hammering away at, uh, well, let's see. Uh, actually, it uh, seems like she's uh, 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 crafting some kind of uh, elaborate, like, Axe with like a really long handle. Uh, oh. If you want, you can roll history, and I might be able to tell you uh, more about the weapon. Anybody want to do that? Anybody? Uh, I can roll. All right, with guidance. Ooh. Add a d4 on top of whatever you roll there, uh, uh, guard. All right. So I got uh, 19. The 19—that is a. Dwarven Urgosh. It is a, uh, uh, a traditional dwarven weapon uh, that is essentially an axe with a really long handle is basically what it amounts to. Uh, but uh, a lot of dwarves prefer that uh, weapon. Though Agnes is about the only dwarf that you know of in town. So uh, she's hammering away. And uh, after you get her attention, about a minute passes and she... Uh, tosses the axe into a barrel of water and the uh, the water boils and hisses. Uh, and she says, Hi, how can I help you? Oh, hey, Agnes. How's it going? Oh, it's fine. Uh, doing quite well. Appreciate the weapons you brought me. How can I help you? Um, my buddy, my buddy Garden here uh, is quite noisy with the current armor he has. And I was wondering if you had anything maybe sturdier than, than his... Uh, his ring mail. She uh, looks uh, uh, garden up and down, and she says, "I I can uh, uh, craft him any type of armor he wants. Uh, 
might take a, a couple of days to, to do so, but I can do it. You got anything like a splint? Oh, I could definitely do splint mail. Okay. Nothing prepared at the moment. You'd, you'd have to, something you'd have to fabricate. Uh, roll a d20 uh, there, uh, uh, Aegon, and let's uh, see if she has anything on hand. You got an eight. With an eight, she says, I'm afraid I'd have to craft it, but I can get to work on it. Uh, maybe be done by tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, we'd appreciate that. Yeah. How she, much would that uh, be? She asked for the money up front. Uh, it'd be the same amount uh, that's in the uh, player's handbook, uh, if you have that handy. Uh, otherwise, I can always look it up for you. Yeah, it's uh, 200 Yeah, she says that it'll be 200 gold. She won't uh, uh, rob you blind or anything. She's uh, uh, appreciative of the fact that you brought her all that stuff before. Sure. I hope that uh, the dwarven stuff uh, has, a, has a good home with you. She nods and she says, I eat better than with goblins, that's for sure. Absolutely. I see her making an axe there. Uh, who's that for? Uh, mostly for me. I uh, uh, A lot of the things I craft are mostly for my own uh, uh, eye of appreciation. Uh, if anyone okay. wants to buy it eventually, good on them. Okay. She nods, and uh, 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 Agnes is kind of curt and pretty short. Uh, in multiple ways, she's a dwarf. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I... She uh, uh, looks to you guys and, and wants to know if there's uh, uh, anything else that she can help out with, uh, if you guys got questions for her or anything. No, I don't no, think so. No, we won't take up any more of your time. We'll let you get at it. She nods and she says, I, if you come by tomorrow, I think I should be just about ready, maybe by mid-morning. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. She nods and she says, pleasure doing business with you. All <sighs> right. We, uh, we pay... F uh, Phineas, 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 a visit. Yeah, is that what you guys think? Phineas Gracewood. Yeah, yep. at the church. Yeah, the chapel. Yeah, absolutely. So you head on over to the chapel of Kesnat Saraz Light, and uh, you find uh, Phineas inside. It looks like he is uh, teaching a lesson to the children. Uh, he has like a uh, like a black blackboard slate, chalk. And uh, it seems like he's teaching basic, like, arithmetic. Okay. Um, should we interrupt him? You want to try well, to get his attention? Yeah, let's try and get his attention. I don't really want to, like, bust in there and interrupt <laughs> him. All right, yeah, we try and get his attention. Sure, I... Uh, Go ahead and make me a, uh, somebody make me a persuasion check as you try to beckon him and get his attention. With guidance, Ellie Ned? Uh, 22. Oh, she didn't even need it. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> he looks up and, uh, sees you, and you hear him tell the kids that, uh, there's going to be, uh, uh, you know, maybe a, like a five, ten minute recess. Uh, and, uh, the kids start, like, laughing and joking and, like, you know you know, being loud and stuff, and he comes to the, uh, the front door. Uh, and Phineas, uh, says, well, how can I help you? Uh, so we, we have just come from the cave as of the last night. The cave. the cave in the north. We were just wondering if you were still feeling that same divine energy. Well, no, now that you mention it. And he kind of closes his eyes and puts his hands out and sort of like, you know, put like making it makes an open prayer. And he says, 
no, it seems like it's mostly faded away. Uh, perhaps something was amiss? And he looks to the three of you. Garden? You got anything, uh, you want to tell about our adventures? Yeah, your friends don't look to you, Garden, and see if you want to talk about it. Uh, uh, they're throwing the ball into your court. Uh, (laughs) what would you like to say, if anything, to Phineas? Phineas. Uh, yes. The thing is, the thing is, and yes, forgive me, I'm, I'm still not in my right state of right state of mind, but um, we had to fight an angel of of Duke Lion. Uh, Phineas rolls insight on you. You're telling the truth. And he says, you had to fight an angel. An angel who basically said that we were that uh, we were all what what sinners or or something. We're we're all guilty of something. And uh, if you want to remember uh, and you can't remember, uh, and none of the others can help with that, you'll have to roll intelligence. I can give you a hint about what it was saying. Well, he said he needed to purge the land of all corruption. That we were all corrupt. That is, correct. we must be destroyed. That is correct. I, <laughs> uh, Phineas. Looks flabbergasted. Uh, roll insight. Let me know what you get. Me or all of us? Uh, well, I guess just you if you're the only one oh. rolling. What'd you get there, uh, Garden? Oh, one. Critical fail! I... You can't read Phineas, which is weird because uh, it's so obviously on his face. You must just be really emotional and distraught. <laughs> First in the recording session, though, so uh, you know, you're, you're not doing too bad. You're fine. It's not that early. <laughs> I, Phineas looks to the three of you and says, this, this is impossible. Such a thing cannot be. An angel sought to rid the three of you and this land, calling you and the land corrupted? Yes. You must forgive such an invasive question, but this is a rather startling discovery that you've brought to me. Um, I mean... The angel was not right, correct? I mean, you three seem to have this region's best interests in mind as you're here. You don't seem like criminals or crooks. No, he certainly seemed off. There was something wrong with him. He was corrupted by something. Yes, perhaps the angel itself was corrupted, or maybe it was something in the guise of an angel, something trying to make you think that it was angelic. That could be. Could very well be. That's all I can think. I, I can't imagine that this land is corrupt. I mean, he said that over and over and that he needed to destroy the corruption. Yeah, he was a broken instrument. I don't know if I quite understand that reference, uh, but I'm not a bard. Uh, uh, or the, the priest of Kesnet Sarah. I uh, kind of sighs, looks back into the uh, uh, the the schoolhouse with the or the chapel, 
makeshift schoolhouse uh, with the kids dancing and kind of playing around inside. And his ponytail kind of wobbles around and he, you know, looks back to the three of you. Uh, and he says, I, this is most, most concerning. Uh, but I'm glad that you took care of it. Uh, I wish that I could repay you in some way. I have, this chapel has very little money, I'm afraid. Oh, well, we weren't looking for anything like that. We were actually hoping that maybe you could help out Garden with the, the fact we believe he's been cursed by an item that he attuned to himself. Uh, a cursed item? We I, spoke with you about it the last time. Yes. I, in my prayers, I, I'm hoping that I will be able to remove the curse. I, if it's beyond my ability, then there's not much I can do. Uh, but if you'd like me to prepare that ritual, I certainly can. Yes, please. Absolutely. Uh, he opens the uh, doors of the schoolhouse, and he tells the kids that he has some very important priestly work to be done, uh, and the kids can head outside, you know, put on some coats, stay warm, and they can play in the, like, the backyard of the church. And the kids run off, uh, and uh, Phineas brings you inside the chapel, and he draws out a holy symbol on the ground in the chalk. Uh, kind of moves aside chairs and like tables and desks that the kids were sitting at uh, to do this. And he asks for you uh, to stand in the magic circle with your weapon, uh, cursed item in this case, uh, drawn. And you do so? Right. I, yeah, I do. So I, I assume the position. Absolutely. You stand there and uh, Phineas prays uh and he tries to remove the curse i uh, go ahead and roll me a d20 there uh garden and let's see what you get a 15. with a 15 i uh, Phineas prays. Uh, he prays in, it uh, seems like, Elven. Uh, does anyone speak uh, the Elven language? Uh, I do not. Mm. I don't believe we do. No, I do not as well. You guys aren't quite able to make out what he says. However, uh, you do catch like maybe certain words. Uh, he seems to certainly be invoking Kesnat Sarah, uh, his god's name, quite a bit. Uh the magic circle glows, and the uh, uh, the sword does not change, and it remains attuned to you. And Phineas sighs, and he says, I'm afraid it's beyond my power. I do not know what this thing is, how terribly it afflicts you. Does it cause pain? Does it hurt you in any way? Nothing, nothing so far. Well, no curse is a good curse, of course, but uh, perhaps it's so mild that it does not afflict you. Uh, at the very least, it is beyond my power, I'm afraid. Uh, I'm sorry to say I cannot help you. Well, we appreciate your efforts. Is there, um, would you by chance know 
know someone that can remove curses? At this point, uh, perhaps a scroll, a magic scroll uh, that contains the spell remove curse uh, could be purchased. Uh, the gentleman at the uh, general store, uh, uh, Arnold Payne, he could potentially have come across such a thing. Okay. Yeah, I think we owe Arnold a visit anyways. So um, I think that's probably where we're going to be heading. We appreciate your time very much. He nods. Um, uh, go on. I was going to say, we're sorry if we interrupted any lessons you were in the middle of. He says, well, I'm sure the, the children are appreciative of the, the break. Uh, it's not something farmers' children are usually taught, but I thought that it best to teach as many skills as I can in part. Yeah. We nod. All right, and then we, uh, I start heading out. Okay, thank you for everything. And I walk out too. He said he looks to you, uh, Garden, and he says, Have faith, my brother. The gods would not do something so horrible as to purge a, a land of its people. There must be something foul at work. I don't know, it's just something that, that's really bothered me what it said, you know, just just being corrupt. Did you do you think that uh, one could should have to or could should have to atone for the sins of sins of their uh, father? The sins of the father are only their sins. Sin is not something passed on like blood is. Understood. Understood. Thank you. He nods. Thank you. And I. Uh, Garden, you meet up with your friends who are outside waiting for you. Since they already said goodbye, they were not privy to that conversation. Uh, and the three of you are together. Uh, Phineas is already heading outside, and he's trying to kind of rally the kids, uh, you know, to come back in for another lesson. Uh, where would you guys like to head next? I think uh, I think we owe Arnold Payne a visit. Sure. So you guys head uh, across the little main street. Doesn't take you more than maybe five-ish minutes. And you arrive at the Payne Emporium. Hi, Arnold. How's it going? You get into the shop, and Arnold sees you guys. And uh, I, as slender as ever, uh, he uh, uh, nods in your direction. He says, well, uh, hello there, friend. Uh, come on in. How have things been? Pretty quiet. Uh, business is as slow as ever. Can I roll insight on that? You sure can. With guidance? Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a 15. With a 15, he seems to be telling the truth. Things have been quiet. Uh, he's seemingly not noticed anything of alarm. You know, of alar you know that is alarming. Any word from Pierce McGregor? No, he uh, has not been in. Uh, if if you were planning to head that way, by all means, let me know. I, I have that care package I want to send off to him. Hopefully, uh, he's doing all right. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's where we're we're gonna go here. Um, if you wanted to get that together, we can absolutely take that. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I I have a few questions for the three of you, if you don't mind, uh, as well. Yeah. Sure. He says, "Well, uh, you've been in the region for." You know, maybe almost a week now, right? Uh, what have what have you found? Anything of 
interest of note? I don't think anything that's really answering the questions about nightmares or weird things that have been going on. We yeah. found some weird goblins and, you know, we've had to fight off, you know, just kind of normal things. Uh, roll deception. Uh, because goblins with one eye that are revering, uh, uh, you know, horrible aberrations and uh, fighting an angel isn't usually normal things. <laughs> so that's 24. He nods, and Arnold doesn't seem to bat an eye. Uh, and he says, well, uh, you know, it's a pretty typical region for the most part. Uh, you know, I'm starting to think it's uh, a bit of a shame that you got called out here if it Turns out it's nothing. Uh, what directions have you headed? Uh, you haven't gone to the south yet? No, we haven't gone to the south yet, just to the north. Well, I mean, that's where seemingly a lot of the odd things come from. Uh, it's the area that the townspeople refuse to talk about. It's, uh, you know, where the blighted land is and, you know, the dying vegetation. Uh, so, I mean, hopefully you find something. That's our thoughts, too. Um, I was curious. Do you have... Uh, I was looking for a couple items. I was wondering if maybe you had them. I was looking for a 50-foot rope. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, and per the uh, player's handbook, uh, he won't upcharge you or anything. You can go ahead and buy that uh, from the uh, inventory lists. Okay. Um, and then... I forget. What is this? A magic scroll that uh, has uh, remove curse on it. Remove curse. Uh, I occasionally get scrolls in. Uh, let me check the uh, the back. Uh, Elianot, roll me a d20 and let's see if he has it. Nine. He comes back and says, uh, uh, maybe the next time you're in. Uh, by all means, try the next time and uh, maybe I'll have it by then. Okay, thank you. Oh, absolutely. Uh, are you dealing with the curses, do you think? Yeah. This one here, and I point to uh, Garden, attuned a cursed sword to himself. Oh. I, it, uh, Garden, it's not doing anything bad to you? you? You feel like you're fine? I'm feeling as fine as can be. Huh. Uh, Arnold shrugs, and he says, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. You know, if I get magic items, yeah, I'm happy to sell them scrolls and potions and stuff but uh 100% honest I I don't really know how a lot of that stuff works uh can I roll insight on that yeah absolutely with guidance I uh, that's okay I got a three I'm not gonna do anything with that uh anyone else want to roll insight sure I will I got a 19 with a 19. I rolled uh, to see if he knew about magic items, and I got a two on the dice. No, he legitimately does not know a lot about magic <laughs> items. Uh, yeah, he's um, he's pretty ignorant of such matters. He 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 knows that they exist and that they're valuable, but he doesn't really know a lot about what they do or how to work them or anything. Okay. All right. I think we beat that dead fish enough. <laughs> Looking for something to help with this curse. Dead fish. You guys tried, uh, dead horse. Uh, anyway, I, I, yeah, Arnold, uh, uh, looks to the three of you and, 
I mean, he he's hoping for more answers, but you guys don't really want to cough stuff up. So, you know, he like rolls insight on you and he's just sort of looks you guys up and down. And he says, uh, there's nothing, nothing that's worth sharing at the moment. I mean, not from the north. Most of the things that we've heard have happened in the south, and that's kind of where we're going next to see. But we kind of wanted to clear the idea of the north. All right. Uh, well, yeah, I, I'm glad you're being thorough. Uh, you guys are the experts. Uh, and Arnold uh, kind of uh, gives you a half smile and uh, asks if there's anything else that he can help with from his side of things. And he hands you uh, a backpack that's filled with rations and supplies, food, alcohol, stuff that he thinks Pierce McGregor would, would typically buy anyway. Okay. Okay. All right. Hopefully uh, we can come back with some answers for you. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. I'd appreciate it. Uh, you know, I, I guess let me know when you head uh, head to the south. All right. Okay. So uh, I leave. You take off. Uh, is everyone else leaving? Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, the three of you guys are uh, uh, on the street. It's uh, chilly. It's now probably like mid-morning, you know? Okay. It's, it's still fairly early. Uh, I uh, mm-hmm. I actually wanted to stop at the Monaster Magic Shop. Oh, sure. Uh, absolutely. I, I had one more thing I needed to get, so. Yeah, so you had um, on over before to... I Actually, oh, yeah. before I get in there, I have a uh, herb portion. I still have to roll to see if it uh, is successful, right? For that, yes, I think one of them uh, didn't get ruined, uh, but you weren't successful while making it. So uh, go ahead and roll. Uh, what was it before? I was having you roll proficiency plus uh, wisdom. That's a good question. I don't remember. Let's go with that. All right. I <laughs> uh, just roll d twenty with with those bonuses. Uh huh. All right. Hopefully good. Uh, and sixteen. Yep, you uh, create another uh, uh, potion of healing. Uh, can it can it be like an antidote, or does it have to be a potion of healing? Oh, I uh, roll a d twenty for me. Let's see if the herbs and stuff that you bought would work for that. Eleven. Yes, uh, if you prefer an anti venom, then you can actually have that instead. I would allow that. Okay. All right, uh, and then yeah, let's head to. Uh... Monaster. Yeah, so you head on over to uh, Glenda's shop. Uh, Glenda is uh, behind the counter. Uh, she is, uh, uh, you know, busying herself with, uh, like, you know, breaking down some herbs or whatever, like in a mortar and pestle. And uh, she sees the three of you come in. She goes, oh, how can I help you? Uh, hi, Glenda. How are you today? tired but but i'm mostly fine how can i help you um i was looking for uh some herbs or some something to help with uh, an herb kit and then i was also wondering if you had three potions of healing i uh, yeah she has the potions of healing in stock they're 50 gold a piece uh she's more than willing to sell those to you otherwise uh what kind of herbs are you looking for um it would essentially be something that I could make another potion of healing for. Oh, like the ingredients to make your yeah. own potion of healing? Uh, the reagents? Uh, yeah. I think that was 25 gold. Okay, let's do one of those and one of your potions of healing then. Absolutely. Uh, she takes 75 gold from you. She slides you over a potion. 
and uh, uh, she gives you the uh, ingredients to use your own herbs uh, to make one healing potion, 25 gold. All right. Uh, did you guys need anything? Yeah, I want to buy a healing potion also. 50 gold. She slides it on over to you, uh, and uh, uh, she says, you know, Oh, I do hope that you all stay safe as you're traveling around in the region. Uh, we will do our best. We appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. And she nods, and she uh, looks to you, Garden, and she says, Oh, anything I can help you out with? Uh, no, no, not this time, my my, my dear. I, I appreciate you for asking. Oh, absolutely. Anytime you need anything from Monocerap Alchemical Reagents, you just come on back. Have you ever uh, considered shortening that name? You mean of the Monocerap Alchemical Reagents? Yeah. I don't know. There's a certain charm that rolls off the tongue. Monocerebell chemical reagents. You know, the more you say it, the more I do agree. It does sound wonderful. <laughs> My original thought was that the kids could shorten it to Mar. That just seemed like a hip thing to do. <laughs> it sure does. Swing on down to the Mar, they'd say. Let's all go to the Mar. Right? That's exactly what children would say. But no children are very interested in herbs and alchemical reagents. Even well, we'll if they're from monocerap alchemical reagents. Well, we'll do our best to spread the word of Mar. Oh, please do. The, the kids are, don't know what they're missing out on. It's just a town of a bunch of squares, that's why, probably. Town of what? Never mind. Then okay. I head out. And Mar, I, we trust. I hope that you enjoyed your shopping experience at Monocerebell Chemical Reagents. We sure did. Thank you so much. And I leave too. And everyone takes off? Yes. Yep. It probably took you a little longer inside of Mar <laughs> as much as you would have liked, but it is still pretty early, you know, uh, early in the morning. It's like mid-morning still. I... Uh, uh, what would you guys like to do next? Um, I would like to give Garden one of my potions of healing. One of said potions is now with Garden. Thank you. And I uh, remember it heals 2d4 plus 4 heal, uh, pit points. So Actually, I'm going to give I'm going to give them both of them. I'm going to give them both of my both of my potions. And I just tell them, uh, you know, this is just in case I turn into like a monkey or a bear or a bat, and uh, you know, I can't heal you guys. Okay, that's you know actually something that could happen. So uh, that's you know <laughs> probably appreciated. You said two d four. Two d four plus four. Okay. So you'll get a minimum of six hit points back when you take the potion. All right, I think we're ready to head to the south. Yeah, you sure can. Uh, you don't want to uh, 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 wait a day for the armor. Uh, did you guys want to wait? I, I, the uh, the trip to see Pierce McGregor is that something that we could do within the day? Uh, 
arguably, like, yeah. Anything... It, said, it said he was like a half hour south of here, right? Yeah, he's about a half hour to an hour walk away uh, from yeah. the kind of the main uh, area of town. So I think I think that might be the move. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think uh, we owe it to Arnold to get this stuff to him. Sure thing. Yeah. Uh, so you guys are heading south, is that right? Yeah. Yes. And you guys get to the the kind of the south exit to town, uh, and make a perception check. Eleven. Sixteen. Ten. With Ooh. a uh, ten and eleven, uh, you get to the tree line to the south, and the the woods don't immediately become brackish and and or anything like that, but uh. Uh, it certainly seems a bit more quiet than when you were heading to the north. Uh, who had a 16? Was that uh, uh, you, uh, Garden? Garden? Uh, with a 16, you, as you get to the south end of town and you're about to head down that trail, you get a nasty feeling like you're being watched. And sure enough, you turn around and kind of look over your shoulder and you see a lot of the townspeople are sort of, like, just staring at you as you, like, are heading to the south. They're at a distance. They're not, like, you know, very close to you or anything. But uh, you just notice, like, you know, uh, windows in, in, you know, on buildings. People seem to peek out and see that you're, like, you know, at that uh, exit to the south. Uh, people on the street sort of slow to a stop and just sort of stare agape at you. I look to the uh, other two and I mention what I'm seeing, you know. You guys noticing any of this? Well, kind of now that you've pointed it out. I'm too busy singing Monaster, uh, Magical Shop. <laughs> Uh, and so, yeah, Aegon's not too worried, but uh, uh, otherwise, do you guys want to start heading south? Yeah. 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 Gotta do it, so. It's not a long walk. It's mostly uh, uh, just a straight shot to the south down a trail. Uh, but you guys start walking. And it doesn't take you very long before you start seeing the, the trees uh, become a bit more withered. And maybe another five, ten minutes of walking, uh, they become just nearly dead. Like, you know, like rotted wood. No leaves. And uh, as you guys are, are maybe, you know, 15, 20 minutes of walking away from the town, you finally spy what you think is the farm. Uh, make a uh, perception check. I got a six. Fifteen. Four. With six and a four, it's nearly impossible to miss. It is a uh, valley that kind of dips down, and uh, you see a ramshackle old farmhouse that's rotting away, an old well in front of it, uh, uh, an emaciated barn, and the ground itself is, like, pitch black black as midnight as if like acid just poured over the land there's no grass 
It's just blackened earth. The trees that were in the yard are emaciated beyond even what a dead tree would be. They look like hollowed out. All life has been sucked out of them. And the uh, this rotted old farmstead looks ancient. Like it looks like it's been here for a thousand years. But to the best of your knowledge, these dark times happened about ten years ago. Uh, and then, uh, uh, Aegon, what did you have? Uh, I had a 15. 15. Uh, with a 15, <clears throat> you notice a few things. Uh, you notice that uh, on the other side of the farm, well into like the back lot area behind it, uh, you think that there probably was farm land there, you know, like uh, fields and stuff that have once again, you know, become blackened out. Uh, but there does seem to be like a wood line beyond that. Uh, the trees are mostly dead, but it seems like the forest picks back up well on the other side. Uh, and it's quite a ways away. So you can't see very well, but you get a nasty feeling that you're like being watched. Okay. So does it look like this whole like blackened earth is just like localized in this one area where the house is? Pretty much. I mean, the 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 decay and death sort of extend out to you know other areas around here, but that's certainly where it's worse. Okay. You've noticed a few other old abandoned farmhouses along the way, maybe about one or two others, uh, but uh, they're not nearly as bad as this. Guys, I you know I think we're still being watched. Just heads up. By, like, nature that you've pissed off? I mean... Who could say? It's, it's likely. Uh, can I roll nature on, like, the grass, the blackened grass, and see if maybe I can tell, like, what killed it? You sure can roll nature, but it's not even blackened grass so much as it is just blackened earth. There's no grass there. Can I... Is there any way for me to tell, like, what happened to it? I mean, make a nature check. Take a look. Okay. I'll take a nature check with guidance. Yeah, absolutely. It's a 24. With a 24, you're at, you as a druid are pretty comfortable that you understand what decay looks like. You know what acid rain, how that would affect things. Uh, there, there's quite a lot of magical and non-magical things that can damage the planet itself the earth the, the grass the trees life but this is beyond that well okay. beyond it this is completely unnatural this is almost alien how disgustingly withered this is you don't think right. necromancy magic could do something like this. Okay. I let them know that. Um how far away are we from the from the house? The the house is uh like the farmhouse, or do you mean Pierce McGregor's place? Uh both. Pierce McGregor, uh, from what you've been told, lives on beyond uh this old uh decayed farmstead. Uh, so it's maybe another 10 minutes down the road, 10, 15. 
Uh, but the house, the old farmhouse where, you know, this decay has hit uh, is uh, well, maybe a couple minute walk. It's probably like a, a couple hundred, you know, 300 feet away from the road. I think maybe we we check this out on our way back. What do you guys think? Yeah, let's get to Pierce McGregor's and then we can discuss it. Garden? Mm. Yeah, okay. I agree. All right, so uh, we keep on towards Pierce then. Sure. And you guys continue on for a bit. And you find uh, uh, there's finally a house where there seems to be life. None of the other houses seem to have anyone in them. They're all darkened and like some windows are broken here and there. Uh, no sign of life. Finally, you find a uh, farmhouse uh, that's relatively small, not a very big field in the back. Uh, and it's much like uh, the other areas seems to have, you know, has a touch of this decay in it as well. Not nearly as bad. Uh, but this old ramshackle farmhouse uh, seems to have smoke coming out of the chimney. Okay. Um, I would like to turn into a cat and go to the house and see if I can see anything before we kind of reveal that we're, we're there. Yeah, if you want to uh, scope it out, sneak around. Yeah. Uh, you transform into a cat. Uh, I imagine you tell your friends that you'll be back. Yeah. Go ahead and make me a uh, stealth check. Ooh, that's an eight. With an eight, you're not super quiet, but, you know, you're a, a cat right now. Uh, so, you know, you're at least inconspicuous. You pop up into one of the windows, and it's kind of frosted over a bit. Uh, you know, like the... the glass panes aren't very well insulated or whatever, so it's sort of fogged up on the inside. Uh, okay. But glancing inside, make a perception check. Okay. 15. With a 15, you think that you can see a form lying on a couch in the living room. Okay. It Does it look like he's moving? Not like really. Conscious? Seems oh. it. I mean, it's the the glass is so frosted up that you can't really make out a lot of details, uh, but it certainly does not seem like there's a lot of movement coming from the form on the couch. You said there's smoke coming from the chimney, right? Mm -hmm. Could I tell if it's like a fresh fire or an old fire? Make a nature check. Uh, or survival. Survival, I like better. Okay, I like that better too. <laughs> Good. Sixteen. With a 16, you think it is the smoldering embers of a fire. Mm. Okay. Um, before I leave, can I see if there's more than one way like into this building? Or is it just the front door? Looks like there is a front door and a back door. Okay. All right. Um, I head back to the crew and change back into a human. And you pass along that info? Yeah, I tell them everything I saw and what I think. Yeah, the, uh, oh, uh, make me a perception check as well as you were in the backyard. Okay. I forgot to have you do that, sorry. 13. With a 13, the field in the back, the, uh, the vegetables that are growing back there are all gray. Tomatoes are gray. 
Like they, but what's weird is they almost seem to have like a shine to them. Like you know, a like if you looked at a tomato freshly grown in a garden, it almost has that sheen to it. It's almost like the sheen is there, but the color is sucked out. It's gray and muted. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. So, you guys want to go in and see if we can see what's going on with Pierce? Yeah. Yeah, Sounds let's like go. We uh, knocking or are we busting in? Perhaps taking a door <laughs> down will cheer me up. Okay. I mean, I was being sarcastic, but okay if you want to. If he wants to kick down the front door, maybe we should go to the back so he doesn't run out to try Ooh, and get away. That's a good idea. Do you guys yeah, want to so knock on the old man's door, or do you <laughs> want to kick the door in? Garden wants to kick it in, so he's going to kick in the front door while we go around back. Oh, my God. I mean, I can't stop you from doing that. So, Garden, do you want to kick in the uh, front door? Yes. Yes, oh I want God. to. She'll never say anything. I... <laughs> Just remember to kick it and not obliterate the door. <laughs> so uh, you guys give it a moment, and Aegon and uh, Elianod get to the back door. And you guys wait. Garden, make me a athletics check to smash the front door in. <clears throat> An unnatural 20. With a swift kick, you kick the front door, the door handle smashes off the uh, the door frame, and the door swings wide. The lock that was on the door has certainly broken, uh, and the door is now open. I knock on the back door. <laughs> I... Garden, you hear a knock coming from the back door. <laughs> However... The form on the couch does not seem to move much. It twitches slightly. And you see what looks to be an old, old man. Human. Who likely had a graying beard at one point and was balding. However, he doesn't seem human anymore. What you see is... A form resembling a human lying lethargically on the couch. His flesh gray, craggy, crackling and splintering off. And it almost seems like his very face is sort of caving in as if there's nothing inside of him. And that's where we're going to go ahead pause Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you 
If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.